the college football experience maction week 11, Tuesday and Wednesday uh, game preview episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet win bets. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia from boosted same game parlays to live in game odds. Win bet is what you need to win. Sign up today, bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollars uh, free bet at sports gambling podcast.com slash win bet. That's sports gambling podcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. This is Brock Purdy from Iowa state and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride. Colby Swingin' Dantabase Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists, and lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I smoke and I drink, and um, I don't have stress, and I'm healthy. <laughs> Oh man, what a great time to be alive talking Maxion Tuesday, Wednesday, college football, but at the same time, college basketball's rolling season openers tonight. Subscribe to the college basketball experience because me and Ryan McIntyre will be uh, available later tonight to uh, talk college hoops day two. We got you covered. Uh, as I watch uh, UNC Asheville and UCF in overtime below here, but uh, this is about the Mac and Maction basketball. Shout out to the chat. Uh, is that Mac Dundee? It is Mac Dundee here. They got the uh, the they got the Big Mick. We got the Big Mac to quote the great Coming to America. And uh, look, looking back at it at last week, two and two ATS on the Mac. I got to be honest. Tuesday kicked my ass. Wednesday I rebounded well. Still made money for you though, technically. Uh, Ball State took down Kent State last Tuesday, 27-20. It was a decent game. Carson Steele, Carson Lexington Steele continues to dominate. He had 192 yards rushing on the ground. John Paddock threw for another 242. Uh, Kent State was up 13 nothing after the first quarter. You're thinking, good, we're gonna we're gonna get this thing going. No, not the case. Kent State has to win out now to make a bowl. Meanwhile, Ball State continues to overachieve. Great job, Mike News, doing this year after they lost so much production a year ago. Uh, classic moment in that game is uh, late in that game. Kent State's driving; it's like a fourth and four, and their their pussy ass lawn chair quarterback that uh, was doing these abrupt slides all game. Uh, well, he slid. He had open yardage to get the first down, and he slid before that, and uh, the game ended because it was fourth and four. So he 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 ran three yards. Could have got seven, could have got ten, uh, and he slid, and they lost the game. It was absolutely fucking hilarious. It reminded me of Davis Brin of Tulsa last year at uh, at Cincinnati when he could have scored for the win at the one yard line. 
Absolutely hilarious. Shout out to Oink Oink in the chat. Happy to be here. Of course. Talking Maction. Let's go, baby. Uh, so I lost on Tuesday with Ball State, Kent State. Then I I I I was shocked that Ohio and Curtis Rourke, who's becoming a legend, the Rourke family, is there a third brother out there? Because Ohio 45. Buffalo 24 a, a week ago. I did not see that coming. I thought Ohio might be able to win the game, but whoo. Curtis Rourke threw for 317. Sam Wigloos, my favorite fucking player. <laughs> I mean, and by the way, folks, come play DFS with uh DFS Maction. We do we do it. Uh we'll tweet it out from at TCE on SGPN. You're invited, just a couple bucks. Come talk some some trash to us, kick back. Uh, and uh yeah, it's fun. But the Ohio Bobcats, six and three. Six and three. Uh now they're bowl eligible. I uh was wrong on the on them this year. And man, Curtis, Curtis Rourke playing ball. 20 of 29, 317, five touchdowns and one interception. <laughs> oh man, and Sam Wiglu, six for 131, two TDs, getting 22 yards a catch, basically. So I was wrong on those two. Shout out to the those two teams getting it done. On Wednesday, though, I rebounded. I had what? Uh, uh, what was that closing line? I feel like it was like what was that? Let me let me see if I can pull that up. Closing line uh, five. Northern Illinois minus five. I took Central Michigan. Took Central Michigan on the money line. That was my dog. I gave away on last week's Maction episode. That hit as uh, CMU won 35-22. They won outright. Daniel Richardson threw for 150 yards and two touchdowns. CMU is better than their record. That's why I like that play. So um, good win there as they move to three and six still could get to a bowl game. If they went out in Northern Illinois, last season's fun is officially over two and seven tough year. Uh, then the nightcap, I, I took bowling green to get it done. They, uh, they did a uh, cover. They were, um, they were, uh, I think I got them plus one if memory serves me. Correct. They won thirteen to nine in just a hilarious game. Matt McDonald threw for one sixty one, no touchdowns, no interceptions. But sometimes you don't throw an interception. That's the the good thing here. You look at the total yards in this game. Western Michigan actually outgained Bowling Green. But hey, the Falcons got it done, and Scott Leffler uh, has gotten perhaps he's got nine lives. They're five and four, uh, and and a bowl game perhaps on the horizon. So uh, shout out to the chat, Bl- Blanton Stamey. Uh man, uh, we we will do the database top twenty five episode tomorrow, brother. But uh, does UNC have a snowball's chance in, in hell to make the CFB? Uh, sure, I'll say that. But we'll talk more about that on the database top twenty five either later tonight or tomorrow. We'll see. We'll see what what, what we're looking at time wise. Um, so that was the Maxion last week. Um, two and two, but I, I hit on my dog that was a pretty decent dog. So actually made a little bit of money. Wasn't a great week. I expect to have a better week this week. Is what's great about this week is we get three games, three games on Tuesday, three games on Wednesday. Absolutely fucking fantastic. Eastern Michigan, the Eagles, my boy Chris Creighton. Look, they're five and four, man. We really had things going out the gate. I feel like what? I mean, uh, we were four and two, and I was like, oh, we got this bowl game. I think they're still going to get to a bowl game. But nothing comes easy when you're the Eagles of Eastern Michigan. But Chris, Chris, uh, Chris Creighton's doing a fantastic job. Doing a fantastic job as always. I, I, I thought Colorado should call him. I thought Arizona State should call him. I think if you're South Florida right now, just fired uh, Jeff Scott. Call him. Charlotte. Call him. Somebody. Call him. 
Um, shout out to the chat. Lane Elliott's in there. Uh, and uh, yes, yes. Shout out. Blanton says this channel is heaven for people obsessed with college football. Yes. Yes, it is. We love all college football FCS D two doesn't matter. We love it. All right. Um, and college basketball as well. So yeah. And 3802 is hundred percent. Correct. It should be like this every week. It should be like this every single week. We should get three games or more on Tuesday, three games or more on Wednesday, three games or more on Thursday, three games or more on Friday, a plethora of games on Saturday, NFL games, Sunday. And then Monday we have Monday night football and we can, we can just, we can deal with that. You know, I wouldn't even be opposed to like playing a fucking game on Monday. All right. There's room for, for two or three games. So I, I always saw the NFL should do two Monday night games. They do it that what one week a year, but uh, so to this Tuesday, four o'clock Pacific time, seven o'clock Eastern time, Eastern Michigan heads into Akron. And look, I'm a guy that has kicked ass on all my win total overs this year. I, I honestly think I'm looking pretty good. I know off the top of my head without looking, I have Kansas. Obviously was my number one lock that sailed. That, that was easy, right? Uh, over two and a half wins. Boom. Number two uh, or other ones in the top 10. I had LSU over six and a half wins. That just cast this past week. I had New Mexico State over two and a half wins. That cashed. I had, uh, I'm still sweating out NC State, the under, um, which I don't know that that will hit anymore. Um, they've been very lucky, but uh, what else did I hit on? Oregon State over six and a half wins. They're at six. I think I'm going to hit the over on that. I'm looking pretty good, I feel like. Um, who else did I have? Uh, I had a, I, I I'm doing pretty good though. I'm kicking ass. I feel like with my, with my over unders on my season win total locks, but one of the ones I've gotten wrong, or perhaps I'm going to get wrong is the two. I don't really feel good about right now is NC state. And then the Akron zips. I took the over over one and a half wins. Was it one and a half or two and a half? I have to check my ticket, but regardless, uh, they they've let they they let a couple teams off the hook. It looked like they had CMU beat. No, didn't happen. They were in the game with Kent State. No, didn't happen. They were in the game with Bowling Green. No, didn't happen. And there's only three opportunities left, and this is one of them. Uh, they are catching seven and a half at the uh, what do they call this stadium now? Infocision Stadium. Just terrible. Stop these. Stop it with these terrible names. All right. Them to the rubber bowl or what was it? No, the rubber bowl was Toledo, right? The glass bowl, rubber bowl. I don't remember which one was which, but they they need to uh, come on. Those names sound cool, all right? Infocision Stadium, fuck out of here, all right? Uh, Akron's catching seven and a half. All right, here's my philosophy here. I do think Akron is playing better. They've really gotten to play better offensively. I feel like. DJ Irons, I know he's had some critical interceptions in the games we've lost as as a guy that's we cuz I am part of the Akron team cuz I placed that wager on them. Um but uh yeah, I mean he's completing 67% of his passes, just 7 yards of completion, 9 touchdowns, 6 interceptions on the season. He's the team's leading rusher. And that's one of the things that you know, Joe Moorhead year 1, not very impressive on the ground. Maybe he doesn't have the guys on the line of scrimmage, but Irons is also their leading rusher with 282 yards on the ground. Uh, Cam Wiley and Clyde price, both, both, uh, you know, not that far behind, but still this is we're nine games in 
when you're nine games in and your leading rusher is your, you know, your, your leading running back rusher has 214 yards. That's, that's pretty fucking terrible. Um, receiving wise, the pit transfer Shaki Jacquees Luis, he is tearing it up though. So him, Alex Adams, uh, who I believe where did Adams transfer? I think he transferred from LSU if memory serves me correct, but they, uh, they've kind of been a mess, but uh, the offense seems to be improving each week. The defense is still not a strong suit by any means. If anything, uh, if you, if you pull up the numbers on, on this is why I do think that, that Akron actually can still win this game. I don't think they will. Cause Creighton's a better coach. I think Eastern Michigan's a better football team, but do I think this game can be close? Yes. For years, Chris Creighton's teams always play close games. I feel like, um, well, you look at offensively, where's Eastern Michigan? They're the 102nd best offense in the nation. Akron surprisingly is 92nd. Akron has a better offense than Eastern Michigan by 10 spots. <laughs> Defensively though is, is where it gets a little tricky because Eastern Michigan does play good defense 73rd in the nation. Um, and meanwhile, Akron 115th. So I think it's going to come down to, you know, will they be able to force them off the field? You know, last year they played or no, they played actually, they haven't played since 19. And uh, Eastern Michigan won 42 to 14. But I still think I have seen life in with Akron. Three out of the past, what, five games. I am going to take the zips at home plus seven and a half. The over unders at 55 and a half. I will take the over on 55 and a half. If you ask me which one I like better, I, I like the points a lot better. I like the points a lot better. Give me the seven and a half. Um, but I kind of like both. Um, that game's on CBS Network. Yeah, I mean, Eastern Michigan is a team that you know they've used a couple different quarterbacks this year: Austin Smith or Taylor Powell, the uh, Troy transfer. Powell's Powell's their better one. Uh, so they're you know they're just a more talented team though. When you look at it, I like their running back, uh, Samson Evans. That kid, that kid has been pretty solid. I remember watching that Arizona State game, uh, and he played well in that. Uh, and then they have Tanner Canoe and Hassan Baydoun, who seem like they've been there for years. Those are great DFS plays uh, each week. It seems like I, I think Eastern Michigan would probably find a way to win this game, and maybe maybe they win by a lot more. But I, I see signs of life in Akron. I do, and I think that offense might be able to push, you know, the ball down the field some. Give me the points. It's Maxion, as NC Nick says, it gets wacky. It gets wacky in the Mac. So uh, give me the points. Give me the points with the zips. Then on uh, thirty minutes after that game kicks, that's the only thing I wish. I wish they divided them up a little bit. Start one at three, start one at four, start one at or you know start one at three, start one at four thirty, start one at six. That's what they should do. Uh, or maybe shit. If you got to go earlier, go earlier. Do two. Then do three thirty. Then do f- five. How about that? Um, then at four thirty, Ohio is at Miami, Ohio. This is an intriguing game, and, and actually, we should talk about that for a second before I, I cap this game. Let's talk about the good old standings in the MAC because, uh, you know, so the MAC East proving to be the better side of the conference right now. Uh, Cause the Buffalo bulls are currently in first place at four and one. 
you know, and that's weird. It's like, I guess a three-way tie going on here because the Ohio Bobcats are in second place at four and one. Uh, the Bowling Green Falcons are in third place at four and one. So you have this, 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 you know, three, three teams that are above everyone by a decent amount. After that, it's the Miami, Ohio uh, uh, Redskins at two and three Kent state golden flashes at two and three Akron zips winless at zero and five. Then in the, in the mid in the Mac West, uh, the Toledo rockets are four and one ball state is three and two Eastern Michigan's two and three Western Michigan's two and three central Michigan's two and three Northern Illinois is one and four. So even if you're like central Michigan, Western Michigan, or Eastern Michigan, you still are alive uh, in, in to, to get to the Mac championship on the other side of things. I feel like, okay. The, theoretically like Kent state and, and Miami are still alive, but uh, they're going to need to win and they're going to need to win now. That's why this game is pretty gigantic. Ohio at Miami, Ohio in the preseason, this game's on ESPN two, by the way, at Fred Jaeger bomb field or, or actually stadium, Fred Jaeger bomb stadium. Um, Last time they they played, Ohio won 35-33 a season ago. Um this is one with obviously just a a this is a catastrophic game. And, and Miami Ohio came into the the preseason like as one of the the legit contenders for the, for the MAC and they looked good early on. Obviously losing uh Gabbert, their quarterback was was key. Their offense has not uh been very good this year, so you know they're getting healthy though. They're getting like, cause what I think, I think Gabbard missed like two or three games. Um, and look, this is one Miami holds the all time series or, you know, lead 54, 41 and two. So the battle of the bricks Sign me up. This is a great rivalry. Let's go. They've been playing this game since 1908 people. Um, this one, Ohio is laying one. Ohio is laying one. Uh, you know, I feel like the the line reflects because I I feel like Miami Ohio. Well, first off, let me rattle off these numbers for you. Ohio has the the best offense in the MAC, charting at number one in the MAC, number thirty nine offense in America. But they have the worst defense at number one twenty seven. That's the worst defense in the MAC and the fourth worst defense in all of uh, you know FBS college football. But then you have uh, on the other side of it the Miami Redhawks. They're one one twenty third in offense. <laughs> they can't move the ball. I know some of that stats are diluted. They were without their quarterback a couple games, uh, but they are number thirty six in defense. So contrast and style is completely on board here. Uh, but this game's in in uh, in Oxford, Ohio. I'm gonna take a shot. Let me just check the injury report here. Yeah, I'm gonna take a shot on. Uh, actually, no, I was too impressed with Rourke last week. Give me the Ohio Bobcats. I'm nervous about this one though because I feel like the line smells to me. The line tells me that Miami Ohio is probably gonna win this game. But man, I was off on on taking Curtis Rourke and the Bobcats last week, and he was really good. Give me. Give me the Ohio Bobcats. Don't feel great about that one, but because uh, I feel like it's a bit. That's a bit trappy. It's a trappy line there. Um, next up, still on Tuesday, Ball State heads to Toledo. Once again, we rattle off these 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 rankings here. So, Ball State is three and two. They are one game behind Toledo. And guess who is 
who's playing Toledo. Ball State. This is a huge game. Absolutely huge game. Game of the day, I would say, uh, for Tuesday. Can uh, Carson Lexington steal and the Cardinals come into Toledo and get the dub? You, you know, Toledo very, very early on. They look really good. Then they lose that crazy game to Buffalo where they were all big two weeks ago. Uh, last week, they were very fortunate uh, as Eastern Michigan was winning and you know, they Toledo had to come back to get that dub. So um, critical game here. Toledo's laying 12 currently. <laughs> it's just too many points. I get it. Toledo looks good. And I know uh, I feel like uh, what last time they played last year, Toledo won by 10. I just got to take the points. And by the way, the weather, I checked the weather of all these games. They're all pretty nice. I feel like, I mean, I'm a little cold, but I mean, nothing crazy. Like, like fifties, like 57 degrees and shit clear. Um, so uh, I'm on ball state here. I, I think you look at the, and even the numbers I get it. Toledo's got the best defense in the Mac charting at 35th in the nation. Will they be able to put it, uh, you know, shut down paddock and, and steal perhaps. Um, but uh, at the same time, you know, can they get the, I mean, actually Toledo is probably one of the more complete teams because they have the number 35 defense and the number 63 offense ball state though, not terrible either. 87th in defense, 68th in offense. So not terrible. I think they'll be able to cover, cover this. So let's go. Give me ball state. Give me ball state. Let's go. Uh, all right. Before I get to Wednesday's games, want to tell you folks out there that the college football experience Maction Tuesday, Wednesday night preview is brought to you by WinBet. Yes. Uh WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet is what you need to win. Sign up today. Bet a hundred dollars, get a hundred dollar free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W Y N N B E T to claim your free bet today. All right. Um, here we go. Wednesday, 4 p.m. on the West, 7 p.m. on the East. Buffalo at Central Michigan. I mean, let's just do a quick update as far as the Mac race there. Central Michigan, two and three. They are at Buffalo. This is a critical game for CMU because if you lose this, it's going to be really hard to get. You're, you're going to need Paul State to win. Buffalo, if you lose this and Ohio and Bowling Green win, then you fall a game behind. Critical game. Uh, this game going on in Mount Pleasant, Michigan on ESPN2 at uh, what is it? Kelly Short Stadium. Ter- another terrible name. Um, uh, but the chips have, have shown some signs of life. Buffalo's currently a uh, one point favorite, mm. one point favorite for the bulls. You know, I'm going to count on Buffalo to get back into the mix here. Do I think they could lose this game? Sure. That's another thing is like the, the separation from like one to, to like 11 in the Mac besides Akron, very thin, razor thin in my opinion. Uh I'm going to take the bulls. I think they're the better team. Central Michigan looked good last week though. And if they can establish the line of scrimmage, they could really present a problem and win this game. There's a reason why this line's so small, despite the records being completely different, you know, Buffalo being a winning team, central Michigan being a losing team. 
and I'm the guy that had CMU winning the Mac preseason. Oof. Oof. They had injuries though. A lot of injuries. Uh give me Buffalo minus one here. I think I think at the end of the day, Buffalo's just gotta not turn the ball over on offense. What are they? Seventy seventh in offense. CMU, meanwhile, seventieth in offense. Uh, Central, uh, I mean, on defense, Central Michigan though forty eighth in the country, playing some good defense under Jim McElwain. Um, and then the Buffalo Bulls are eighty ninth. Linquist, that's his, that's his forte. But I will say this: I think Buffalo, you know, played a a, a little bit more challenging out of conference schedule, so those stats could be diluted a little bit because of that. Uh, but I do think the Bulls, the Bulls have looked like the better team t- to me thus far this year. And I think Buffalo can, can make, can, if they can stop the run and make Daniel, Daniel Richardson beat you with his arm, uh, which kind of has been an issue. Uh, I would say that is their forte for winning, but Buffalo's just got to make sure they don't turn the ball over Cole Snyder, the Rutgers transfer at quarterback. Uh, he, he, he can have his moments. He can have his moments. So I got Buffalo minus the one. Do I have three favorites right now? No, I ball state's my dog. Uh, next up, we have Kent State. This is this is at the same exact time. Bastards. Kent State at Bowling Green. Bowling Green five and four, trying to get to the to a bowl. Last year, Kent State beat them by seven. This is at the Doit. Bowling Green's an anomaly. And look, I'm they they return the most production out of anyone in FBS out of 131 teams. But when you look at the the stats. You're like, how the hell is this team five and four? First off, they have an FCS loss to Eastern Kentucky in the A Sun, who's they're not even in in the lead in the A Sun. They're not they're in the middle of the pack. Um, but Bowling Green, look at these numbers. They're 109th in offense, 101st in defense. You're like, how the hell are you four and one in the MAC and five and four overall, and about and, and about to go bowling? <laughs> Pretty fascinating. Uh, just goes to show that you know. Sometimes numbers are just you win the games. Who cares? Win the games. Uh, however, uh, and that's probably the reason why Kent State sitting there at three and six is favored, even though they're at the Doit in Bowling Green, Ohio. Uh, Kent State's laying two and a half. Look, I, I that lawn chair quarterback Colin Schley bothers the shit out of me. That offense at times can bother the shit out of me because of the sli- the late sliding quarterback. Um, that I think college football should make a rule that you cannot do that. I, f- I just feel like they should get rid of the slide. I, I know that won't happen, but they should, they should. Um, I'm going to take Kent state though. I think they're, they're statistically look 40th offense in the nation. I get it. Their defense is, is 121st. I think they're a better football team than Bowling green. Give me the golden flashes, even though uh, they cost us, they cost us last week. Let's go golden flashes, lay the, uh, the points there. Um, next up is that, by the way, that game's on CBS sports network, the last game of the evening to talk about here. Uh, and so before I even get to that, I want to tell you that the college football experience Maction preview uh, is brought to you by the SGPN merch store. Yes. Get your holiday shopping done early at the SGPN merch, uh, merch store. Uh, SGPN gear is the perfect stocking stuffer for the DJ uh, in your life. Um, I really like the college campus edition t-shirts. You got to get in and check those out. All right. Check those out. Doesn't matter all over the nation. We have these t-shirts and we got the college basketball ones coming out too. So check out those 
plus from now until Thanksgiving, you can get 10% off when you use the promo code Dallas sucks. Yes. Uh, that's store.sportsgamblingpodcast.com promo code Dallas sucks to get yourself some new gear. It's perfect. Perfect for the holiday season. Let's go folks. Final game on the slate. Five. This one's at four two. Why do they start all three at the same time? They need to hire me because I could it'd take 10 minutes in a meeting. What? Well, well, why, why would you do that to yourself? Don't you want more eyes on your game? Northern Illinois is at Western Michigan. This is at Waldo Stadium in Kalamazoo on ESPNU. Whew. Uh, last week, well, first off, Rocky Lombardi, I believe, out. Obviously, we know their their top wideout from a year ago who, who got injured. Tray, uh, Trayvon Rudolph is out. Also, quarterback Ethan Hampton is out. So two, down two quarterbacks. Meanwhile, on the other side of things, you know, Jack Salad Shooter at uh, quarterback there. He is back in the mix, but uh, last week you look at the box score from a week ago for, for the Broncos, uh, you know, they lose by four. They did out gain bowling green, but when you pull up the stats on that game, uh, they went with Trey son Borgat or Borget. Um, uh, he did all right. I mean, the turnover was crucial, but 16 of 27, 191 uh, touchdown and a pick. And uh, Corey Crooms obviously heavily targeted eight eight uh, receptions with 151 yards and a, a score. Ah, this one's tricky. Northern Illinois though is on their. Th- I mean, but Northern Illinois we knew they were fool's goal, but they also did get hit with the injury bug pretty tough. Um, you look at the the stats from uh from from last week or this season. Um, so they went with uh, Nevin. Premascoli. <laughs> I love these Mac names. He was 13 of 33, 158 yards, two touchdowns, one pick. And that's what happens when you're, when you're that far, when you're that depleted at the quarterback spot. And that's why I can't take him. I cannot take him. Can't take him. Taking Western Michigan minus one. Western Michigan wins this. That's another thing, too. Northern Illinois, they're not uh, el- eligible to get to a bowl anymore. They have seven losses. Western Michigan still fighting for something. Give me the Broncos in Kalamazoo, Waldo Stadium. I can spot fucking Waldo with a W on uh, on uh, Wednesday night. So give me Western Michigan there. And I think another thing, if you really like dive into the numbers there, um, is is that um, Western Michigan's they're they're not as bad. I mean, yes, they're they're bad as far as offensively. 121st. Okay, Northern Illinois, 72nd offense, but that's that's the stats for the whole season. Not then with the third string quarterback. So uh, then you look at, at what uh, Western Michigan's doing. They're 55th in the nation defensively. One of the better defenses in the Mac, let alone like the upper, the upper half of the country. Um, I think Western Michigan is going to force, force some turnovers here. Give me the Broncos minus one. Um, and by the way, I, I should touch on these over unders. The over under in that game is 50. I kind of like the under uh, Kent state bowling green over unders at 55 and a half. I would go over there. Buffalo central Michigan over unders at 54. Mm. I lean under ball state Toledo's over unders at 51. I'll go over there. Uh, and I do not see Ohio in Miami, Ohio's currently. 
So there's that. But how about this? Dog wise, how about the lock dog and tease portion of this Mac show? I am going to lock up Western Michigan against Northern Illinois. I think that's the strongest play. Let's go. Let's fucking go. Lay the one with the Broncos. Dog, what dog could win? Best chance to get that dub? Well, I only took <laughs> one dog. Uh, no, no, I took two. I took Akron as well. I actually do think Akron has the better chance. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take that plus two forty. Akron zips money line. Let's go. Uh, tease. How about this for a tease? I think you bring. I think you bring Toledo. No, no, no. You bring Ball State up to what is that? Sixteen and a half. I think what Ohio is a one point favorite. I think you bring that the other way. You're not supposed to go across zero. Uh, give me Ohio plus five at Miami, Ohio, thinking that Miami, Ohio might be able to win this game, but maybe by three, two, something like that. Uh, and then I will uh, also cross zero with uh, what is that? What is that? I will take Kent State plus three and a half at Bowling Green. That's the tease. The action tease gets wacky in the Mac. Um, and that's our episode, folks. Subscribe to the College Football Experience because we love talking Mac football. We love talking college football on all fronts. All right. Like I said, D2. We could be talk, we can talk about whatever. Shepherd University. All right. D3, whatever. All right. Excited for the FCS playoffs and all those playoffs coming. We have an FCS podcast that drops on Thursday, but we have a regular show. Wednesday's picks show for a week 11 FBS college football, where we pick every single game, subscribe and tell a friend. Also, we pick every game on the college basketball experience, subscribe to the college basketball experience. Uh, we come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience, subscribe, tell a friend people. And also check out all of our other platforms, sports gambling podcast, NFL gambling podcast, NBA gambling podcast, MLB gambling podcast, the college baseball experience with Noah Beanick. Um, CFL gambling podcast, the road to the gray cup. I know you had the playoff games on Sunday. I stay up to date with the Canadian football league. They have a rich history. Uh, then, uh, I mean, there's a bunch of podcasts, check them all out. Get the SGPN app for free, uh, in the app store, or Google play store. Also come talk action with us, uh, college football wise sports gambling podcast.com slash discord. Whew, I think you'll enjoy it. All right, folks. Until next week, let's enjoy some weekday action. Shout out to the Mac. You should do this all year long, though. And other conferences should take note. This is the college football experience, action Week 11 style. You better start thinking about yours. And we out of here. Sometimes people that are standing on third base think they hit a triple. They didn't. And sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit.